People pick and choose who they love. People pick and choose who they throw shade at. That's why I do what I want. And spending all your time won't never get it back. Time is money, don't be wasting my cash. Give it back, give it back, get it back. Hey, time is money, don't be wasting my stacks. Spending all your time won't never get it back. What up, what up, and welcome to the very 16th episode of the Pick Route. Uh, we have a unique energy going on right now. We're doing our pre-show meeting, and uh, there's a lot of tension and hostility. We've been doing this show for 16 weeks now. We're all sick of each other. Yeah. Fuck these dudes. <laughs> but what up, 14? <laughs> we are your host. My name is Patty. We can't even do the intro right. That's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no queen tonight, so I'm now I'm now the officially the only host that has been on every single episode of the pick route. Ooh. So I want to hey. hear it for clap Congratulations. it up. Can I get two claps and a Ric Flair? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep it. I gotta keep oh, it. That's, that's, that's there you go. Perfect segue. Right perfect there. segue. Hey, it's like I. It's like I planned it. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight we are playing WWE football rosters. Uh, more on that later on, but we're going to get right into the, uh, in, into the pregame. Dank, what do you got? Um, so I listened to our podcast from last week. Oh, you're one of the 14. I am one of the 14, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like, I love a little me, you know? <laughs> um, and Patty came on and apologized if you didn't hear this episode yet. But he apologized for his microphone, and uh, he gave you guys some uh, guarantees that were not guarantees at all. <laughs> so, what are you talking about? When you said that the Warriors would cover, yeah, that was for game. That, that was game four. That was game three. I recorded it the next night, dude. It was game three. <laughs> oh, you recorded it the next night. <laughs> What are you talking? I clearly uh, said game four. No. <laughs> well, with that, with that being said, uh, Patty, you're not allowed to do that anymore because every time you do it, we lose. I'll do it all I want. Boston guaranteed <laughs> <laughs> cover. Uh, you can do whatever I want. Know, me and Patty are big Doug fans. Um, yes, sir. I'll actually explain the story. It's pretty funny. It's a good story. So we were all living together. And, of course, Moose wasn't home because he had other shit he had to do. I think it was date night in America. Oh, that was probably it. <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> Make it happen. So, uh, football season pretty much just ended. And me and Pat are sitting there like, the hell are we going to do now? Like, we've just played NCAA for two weeks straight. <laughs> and, um, so, we're sitting there watching a basketball game. He's like, dang, do you have any, like, do you have a favorite basketball team? And I'm like, nah, not really. I was going to be a – I did like Kevin Durant and the Thunder, but uh, they got too good too quick before I jumped on the bandwagon. So I was like, I don't really want to root for it. Well, I root for him, but – and then uh, I do like Steph Curry, though. I say to Pat, Pat's like, all right, it's done. We're Warriors fans. <laughs> that year. <laughs> and that was 2015. 2015. So it was – we were watching the – like ESPN had a uh, – preseason like hype show for the day before the season started and that was the 2015 season i said like if they didn't go like 
let alone not win the championship. They start off that you're like 20 and 0. We're like, yo, this team is sick. We're so good at picking teams. We're the best fans in America. That's right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like, this has been a great series so far. Yeah, it's uh, too good, if you ask me. Too yeah, too good for my taste. Um, but every time for again, Jalen Brown or Tatum score, I just go, you know, Billy Madison when. Uh, what's his name? Plays the violin, yeah. <laughs> and then Billy plays the clarinet yeah. with two notes. And he's like, he's good. And every time they make a basket, I just like, he's good. <laughs> they're uh, they're they're lighting it up. They're a good team. Because all you like, all you heard about, really, all mostly postseason, was just how good defensively they are, and they are very good defensively. Yeah, but. Watching them fill it up is like, oh boy. Dude, the and thing that's been killing us is they've been shooting lights out for I know. Days. I know, it's crazy. And that's like That's our thing. We can't right. And like we we, we say all the time, it's when Steph plays good and the Warriors lose, it's like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a problem. Hey, is this accurate? I uh not Probably gonna not. watch ESPN, but I saw something the other day. It said if Steph loses this series, he's going to be three and three in finals. Yes, that would be correct. Yeah, I mean, it's better than LeBron sitting at home right now, freaking not even making the playoffs. Don't do that, thank. Nah, I'm going to do, do it. I'm, I'm going to do, do it. it. This this is a LeBron friendly podcast. I mean, I like it. LeBron, is. But- you're going to get dunked one. on right now. If you were in my yeah. basement, I would yeah. dunk on your face, uh, your big, stupid face. So, you know, but you also look at you are a, a Kevin Durant injury and a Draymond Green suspension away from him going to tie MJ for a series this year, too. <laughs> right. And that would be six in well, nine years. Yeah. Eight. I thought it was funny that we watched uh, – or. Whatever. Like, I, uh, I can't yeah. put a sentence together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'm talking basketball, so I'm totally out of the wheelhouse. Right Two tricks. Yeah, it's funny that they were talking about uh, Steph Curry carrying the Warriors this series, and I actually watched the game uh, Friday night, and I'm like, what's funny is LeBron James has done that. For every team he's been on forever, he did what Steph Curry did the other night. So, I, like, I mean, I mean he no. Had a lot of help <laughs> and with the Lakers. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, Good try. I don't even know basketball, but, but, you know, yeah, but what was it? 20. What's the year they won? 18? Oh. The Cavs. The Cavs won the year. We won after, two. The year after we won our first one. So 2016. 16? You know, okay. Because we then we went back to back. KD was MVP. Correct. Yeah. And then so, we lost to the Raptors. Right. Which we shouldn't have. No. That was bad. But that series, LeBron absolutely. I mean, he single-handedly beat one of the best teams of all time. Yeah, absolutely. I can I can vouch that you guys legitimately picked a team out of your fucking hat. And Thank you. That's your team now. And at, we're actually fans. 
Right. Yeah. And it was before <laughs> it was it was before they ever went on this dynasty right. run. Right. In like 2004. Now, there's, it was legitimate. Right. Now there's always there's always the caveat of that of if they didn't, would we still be fans? So like yeah. <laughs> now we're in. Like we're we're all the way in. If they didn't go on this run and they weren't so much fun to watch, I don't know if we still would be. But it is fun. Yeah, I don't know if I'd watch basketball at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. They're honestly, the only fun team to watch. Honestly, trying to watch like other teams play, I'm like, I get bored. But watching the Warriors play, like it. That's your uh. Yeah. Your. How you always say like just motion every play in football. Right. In basketball, you say just shoot threes. Just shoot threes. Everybody. You know what? If they go, right. <laughs> if they go for a two, guess what? Three's greater than two. Like, why wouldn't you want three? And Moose, you actually made this point once watching the Warrior of, it was probably the smartest basketball thing you ever said, was the Warriors are what we were told not to do as kids playing basketball. Yeah. Like, just jack up threes and throw the ball around and do all that stuff. Because that's what the Warriors do. They jack up a three or turn the ball over. <laughs> like it's... Dude, ridiculous. <laughs> that's their game. Like, that's exactly what we are told not to do. Growing up as uh, six foot five, it was always a struggle <laughs> when I was playing with younger kids. Six, and, uh, six foot five know. and dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being, being the being the tall guy in the whole group and nobody would pass it down to me in a post, you know. Really ruined my basketball. And your 57-inch vertical. Yeah. Hey. Plus for these goddamn knees, that'd be me out there. Yeah. Uh, The other thing I wanted to bring up, it's it's funny how, so Moose is my best friend and I still yet to Whoa, 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 whoa. What am I? Yeah, you're second best. <laughs> Go ahead. And freaking, uh, and I still don't know why, but it's crazy how, like, when we're in a public setting, we just try to, like, rip on each other and make each other look like shit. And then, so then, after our, we had a meeting last week, and I called Moose and just to ask him a question. And it's like, all that shit goes away. It's just serious, and we have freaking serious conversations one on one. But then, mm-hmm. as soon as that's like over, <laughs> it's freaking back to just ripping each other. Dude, it's so funny. That, this is that's like male friendship summed up in like in like those thirty seconds. It's always funny. Like my mom will go like, "Oh, how's Dank doing? How's Moose doing?" I'll just be like, I, "I don't, I don't know." Oh, you don't talk to me anymore. It's like, oh, you don't talk to him anymore? I don't know. I saw him last night. How they're doing never came up. Right. <laughs> He's got some interesting takes on <laughs> on how to block duo, but I don't know if you're interested right. in that. I don't know. I don't know how he's doing. Like, we don't talk about that. I generally live about, like, a quarter mile from death every day. So, you know, like. Quarter mile at a time, baby. I live his life a quarter mile at a time. Those ten seconds are left. You're free. I think they're alive. That was always funny, Dank, is when I when I first met you guys. I known Moose for two year, two three years before you started. Probably two years or so, yeah. Before I met you, and 
You came on. You came on to the staff at School D. School D. School D. You came on the staff, and I remember talking like, "I have to work with Moose. You chose to be friends with him. Like, <laughs> what's the matter with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Okay. It is what it is. What was your line to? Lot, lot to, uh, lot to talk about when you're the only two in the weight room. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> It was fun. Um, not my pre, but I was I coached in a uh, a camp this past weekend, uh, run by Eric Vangini. It's one of my favorite days of the year. It's not like a recruiting camp. It's not like a showcase camp. It's really just like a fun day, and it ends with this seven on seven tournament. Just, just donating your time to coach players. Literally, got it. Yeah, you know, and it's 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 like it's a mix. You know, kids are always going to be competitive with, you, but it's like pure. Like, no one has their phones out. No one's, you know, doing that. It's just, like, just go and have fun doing football stuff. It's it's a blast. But there was a conversation going on. Where it, the day ends with a seven-on-seven tournament where it's just, like, a random collection of kids that you get. Like, you don't know these kids before. it. You're handed this team of seven guys. You're like, go have fun. Go play against other guys of just these random kids from all over the state. So, it, it's, it's just a fun day. But I was... I was, we, my team went to the championship game, which is awesome. We lost, but um, it was funny. One of the kids on my team, one of his teammates from his high school was like behind, and he was chirping his friend. Dude, he turns around and goes, dude, shut up. He goes, we would have kicked your team's ass. He goes, yeah, you would have. We stunk. He goes, but you would have had a fun day because I would have locked you up. <laughs> yeah, your team's good. You stink. It was it was hilarious. It was good stuff. But Moose, what do you got for the pregame? I mean, anything. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot. Um, I can go first if you need me to. Yeah, you go first. All right, let's talk. Because I was prepping <laughs> for the show, Moose. What the freak? You let's go. Week, you have a week to freaking prepare. You freaking. It's it's every week. It's when we do our pre pre show. I mean, we decide what we're talking. We usually do it on Wednesdays. We're getting later and later every week. I think last week we decided on a Saturday. Today we decide we, we decided like a half hour ago what we're talking about tonight. So we're getting lazier and lazier. But um, but here uh, I forgot what I was gonna say there. But whatever. We're just letting it rip tonight. Uh, let's go with uh, college football predictions. Ooh. Okay. Like and you're we'll, talking picking the playoff teams or like yeah. So I want I want your four playoff teams mm. and I want your Heisman Trophy winner. Okay, well, I'm I mean, going. You're going first. Easy, the easy one is it's going to be Alabama at one, Ohio State at two, and I think. Ohio State will only be two because they'll both be eleven and zero. But they'd be thirteen and zero at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. the perception of the freaking SEC, believable. the perception of the SEC, and the weight that Saban carries matters. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Day doesn't hold that big of a nuts right now, so he'll be two. Um. 
I've heard a lot of things. If you've been following the coaching stuff in the offseason about Tennessee, dude. Yeah. I, that I feel like they always – this is when Tennessee wins national championships is in August. Right. You know? <laughs> well, the they problem are. with Tennessee is they'll have to go through Bama if that's the situation. And they're right. bound to lose a game or two just because but they're I'm Tennessee. Not, well, see, the, the, the elephant in the room is Georgia. And yeah, I just I haven't seen it yet. Right. They lost that, a lot. That Kirby right. Smart can replace fourteen draft picks. Right. This know? is at, I'm going to put my you know you don't want on the table here and say that Georgia's going to take a big step back. They are last year they were 2019 LSU, and when LSU Fair lost enough. all those dudes, Fair enough. like I just. And, and, and to build on that, I do feel that Georgia and Kirby Smart could become part of the Clemson-Ohio State conversation mm-hmm. where, where every single year you're competing outside of these teams. Right. But you need to prove it first. And, yep. and Kirby and, – and also I say that, but I also, I also think – I mean, Kirby Smart and 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 Georgia should have won a national title three yeah. years ago or yeah. four years ago. So you could be talking about a dude that has two titles already. Right. But what I will say is, but we're not. I, I'm you didn't, and I think just like Orgeron and LSU, you still got to do it. Like at this point, like yes, you're a national championship coach, and at this point. Like, you now have sway that a lot of guys don't have. But I want to see you do it again. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, Dabo Sweeney, for all the bullshit surrounding him and the the stuff that people say, that that dude has national titles, plural, and appearances. So, like, whatever. But I... I'm not. I'm not just going to give Georgia a pass into the top four just because you're Georgia, right? You haven't earned that yet. Correct. In my opinion. Correct. Um. um <clears throat> so, are we in agreement that we all have those two in? Bam and Ohio State, I think, Bam are and Ohio State are a lot pretty pretty solidified. I think I'm going to take Ohio State at one because here's my feeling. I think be back in a minute. Bama's. I think Bama will go undefeated, but I think they're going to be in a lot of tight games. And defensively, right. they're going to be. I mean, they're going to smoke teams, no doubt. Right. But I think defensively is going to keep them in. Their offense might struggle a little bit until they find something. Mm. But they're going to be in some pretty close games that more than likely they shouldn't be in. Right. I feel Ohio State is going to smack up on. Quite a few teams this year. God, I is hope my, so. Is my feeling. God, I hope so. Any any idea for the other two? I do. Because I have one. So I'm taking uh, one that's like we kind of talked about a little bit and that the program's building, but I think being in the Big 12, I don't think Oklahoma and Texas are going to be there. I'm taking Baylor Whoa. as getting into wow. the Yeah. Wow. I thought I was going to have the most shocking one, but. You beat me there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, I put I put 
like I said, Tennessee, I think, has a legitimate shot to be one of that third or fourth seeds. Um, it's kind of tricky. I'm interested with uh, Florida. So am I. They're one of mine. They're my four. They're going to do what Florida does. His name again? What's that? I don't, I don't even know what the name of the new Florida coach is, but um, it seems like there's an adult. Uh, Bob Barker. <laughs> All right, Dag. You, you ruined the game. Like do you know always. who Bob Barker is, Chase? No. <laughs> Buddy. Buddy. I mean, you can't even go outside of, like, the Power Five conferences in football. I don't even know if you're too tricky. You want Billy Napier, buddy. From right. Lafayette. Okay. From Louisiana Lafayette. And I don't know when they decided that the they were just they were just they Louisiana. Were just I was not consulted on that. They are, you, are, you are Louisiana Lafayette until I tell you different. But right. Go ahead, Chase. Well, no. I, I think uh, I've been following their stuff. And it seems like there's an adult in Apparently the room not enough. at Florida, mm. finally. And, uh, no, but that's the thing. I like that they're quiet and they're and they're making stuff happen. You know, like, you watch their uh, social media stuff and it's just like, all right, like, I can get behind this, you know. And it's funny because, like, Florida all of a sudden turned into a team that could only play defense the last 10 years. Right. But any of us growing up, I mean, Florida was Florida was oh all God. offense. Was offense. It was Spurrier. It was it was uh, Rex Grossman, Tebow, and Leak, and like it was all offense for years. Percy and Harvin, all of a sudden, Aaron you know, it changed because they couldn't play offense anymore. Right. Yeah, and you know, with with Florida, I think you know when you're picking these teams. Especially right now, you kind of just got to go with quarterback play. And there's a lot of hype around Anthony Richardson. I mean, they let him wear 15. Like, he's, he's got to be pretty good if you're going to let him wear 15 at Florida. So, um, Anthony Richardson. So, I, I had Florida at four. So, I had Ohio State one, Bama two, Florida four. Number three, uh, return of the Pac-12. And I'm going to go with USC. Ooh, wow. Lincoln right Riley, off right yes, off the rip. right off the rip, because Caleb Williams is going with him. Yeah, Caleb Williams is going with, him, which is the first. You know, you that have the quarterback step. that knows the offense. Like, you know, these receivers can figure out how to run a drag, and you know, the whole lot can figure out how to run GT. You know, and do that stuff. So, um, I I've said it. It, it kind of felt like he took a step back last year, but I said I think. Um, Lincoln Riley is the best play caller in football, like NFL, college, both of those. I think he's – because he takes – you know, and they put up these crazy numbers, but it's really kind of a high school approach where he doesn't really do a lot from, like, base stuff. Like, he just tags his base stuff a lot, you know, Um you know, they run GT like a billion times. Like that's what they yeah. do. They're just going to window dress it and run it different ways. Um, <clears throat> you know, get different guys down the field. I think he uses tight ends well too. But um, I think you know, the West Coast is starving for a champion out there. 
And I think USC gets it done and gets there. Because, you know, you look through it and, you know, Oregon can jump up and steal a game. But who else out there are you afraid of? Um, the Golden Bears of California. Are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, all right, give me a Heisman winner. Uh, already? Yeah, give me one. State your case. Um, I'm going to go CJ. Yeah, buddy. I'm going to go CJ. Yeah. Uh, I think what he did last year was just like stepping stones and what he's going to do this year. I mean, he was already in mm-hmm. you know, finalist, so I think he takes the extra step. I think he's going to play salty because, you know, people didn't recognize him last year and freaking right. I think he's going to go out and ball, which is why I have Ohio State at number one. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I want to like make a cool pick and like pick Jack Smith and Jigba. The yeah. receiver, but I think Ohio State offensively is loaded with guys. Um, you know, I joke with another Ohio State friend, buddy of mine, um, and we're saying like we just lost two first round draft picks at receiver, and then three if you want to count from two years ago with with uh, Jamison Williams, and I think this receiving room is even better. With Jackson Smith and Jigba, who showed off in the Rose Bowl, and you know he was the leading receiver on the team last year with those guys, and he's he reminds me of a bigger Devontae Smith with, with the stuff that he can do. Uh, then they have uh, um, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yes, that Marvin Harrison, his son is at Ohio State. He's he's a freak. Uh, Ameka Obuka, who's you know all world and you know he's going to show off he'll be one of the top kick returners in the country um and then Trayvon Henderson will be one of if not the best back in America if the defense can have a pulse Ohio State's in for a great year Chase Heisman I mean right now whatever (laughs) play the game yeah Yeah. seriously I'll take I'll take the easy out. I'll go Bryce Young. I just think um, he plays at the premier school in college football at quarterback. He's got all the hype around him. You know, I mean, at this point, someone's going to have to take it from him. Sure. Like what happened to uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know. Mm. LSU or a team like that is going to have to take the Heisman away from him, you know? And uh, I I don't know because I look at him and and I don't see this fantastic football player that everyone else has talked about. Like, I don't know if maybe maybe I'm ignorant to the fact of, you know, the fact that he's like six one and he he has a super long release and everything, but I'm like, dude, I don't see. A you know what kind of difference. you know what I think kind of plays into it, and it's like him and CJ Stroud are very similar in this. Is they're just boring. Like their facial expressions never change, no matter what they do. They're just kind of like, oh, I throw a ball really far, and <laughs> here you go, and great, yeah, it's cool, let's do it again. Like they're not like. They're exciting to watch play, but they're not exciting personalities. 
Okay, cool. Jesus Christ. Good uh, good talk, Patty. Give me something here, guys. My God. My back is hurting. (laughs) Well, I think, um, you know, I think I'm curious to see if uh, Stroud and Bryce Young can elevate themselves. Because, like, right now, when you watch them, you're like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, they're good players, you know. But, like, they're playing on teams that are fucking loaded. loaded. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? So, like, it's a little bit of the two-ah-ah, you know, where it's like. <laughs> Mr. Down with the Sickness. Right. Where it's like. It's not going to catch on, Dave. Stop trying to make it happen. Wait till freaking NFL Network like. They're going to be showing two highlights and playing down with the sickness. Stop trying to make it happen. In my lifetime, I've watched, I've watched a few quarterbacks that I went, damn, like those dudes can absolutely spin the football. And I think like going back, I remember watching Andrew Luck and saying like, oh, dude, like there's some, even if Stanford at that time, was not giving him the opportunity to to be that guy. You still saw him spin the ball. Where you yep. went, wow, you know, like I remember Trevor Lawrence in that natty in his freshman year. It was just like, dude, like you're watching the next coming of Peyton Manning. I remember watching him his freshman year, and then especially with Justin Ross too, who was also a freshman. I was like, well, I can forget about winning a national championship for the next three years. Yeah. Right. Like, it's not going to happen. And, like, I start to think, and we we did talk about him last podcast or maybe two podcasts ago. I remember thinking a little bit of that of Marcus Mariota. Mm. Like, like, this dude is really good. And you can tell he was kind of held back a little bit in Oregon's scheme. And when I say held back, I'm not saying – in a bad way, they right. went to a national championship. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I remember watching him spin the ball and being like, dude, this kid can this kid can spin it. Right. You know? And in the national and, championship uh, game, lost to what I'm going to determine a hindsight, one of the greatest collections of NFL talent we've ever seen from a college football team in that 14 Ohio State team. They weren't talking about it then, but in hindsight, like, that team was stacked. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, they were loaded. They were but, average at best. You know, I watched, uh, like, Joe Burrow, but not even, like, what what Joe was so good at at LSU was improvising post-snap and, like, being able to move in the pocket and deliver accurate footballs, you know? And, like, you can see that. That paid off at in Cincinnati this year, you know. Like, right. it's not it's not that he's some special player pre snap. There's a hundred quarterbacks that can that can come up to a line, and you're talking about the the most intelligent people on the planet in pre snap processing. He's not special. No space grass throw, but what like Joe Burrow does. And what what was special about him at LSU and now in the NFL is like when he takes a snap, he takes his drop, 
is able to move in the pocket and still throw catchable footballs to the guys that actually make the plays. Right. You know, like, like, so in my time over the last like 10, 15 years, like, okay. So that's like three guys. I got know? another one that we all said it about that we missed on. I've said this before this podcast. We said about this guy a lot was Josh Rosen. Yeah. Like we watched him like, yo, this cat is different. We were wrong, I guess. I still think he needs a shot. Give him a shot. He had a shot. Right. He's done. Yeah, he's a jerk, but my God. I mean, he made he's, at he's least done. once a game we looked at each other like, yo. The Rosen. The man. Rosen one. Had a hot tub in his go, dorm room. Go to Rutgers <laughs> and go play at Rutgers. <laughs> Very few people will know what that means. I, uh, fact is. <laughs> <laughs> Even fewer get that joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, the de-recruiting process. That will be explained one day. We'll let it slip. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see how UConn does first. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big hit. That is a big hit right there. <laughs> Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So you got right, like so seven minutes. Take so, your time. So I want to get into wrestling. I'll. Uh, <laughs> So last week, so on this podcast, we, like I said, um, three or four weeks ago, bullshit's got to get called bullshit when you see it. Oh shit! Yep. Uh oh. And uh, is it me or you, Dank? Is it me or you, Dank? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. This is this is a uh, camp school recruiting Ooh. thing, and I'm gonna bring it back. And I'm gonna, cause I'm not, I'm not over it, you know, um, because what social media has allowed to happen is a lot of guys are able to put out a lot of opinions, and we've uh, we've addressed it on this podcast. I'm not gonna go super deep into it, but the other day there was a a post by a a, a well known trainer in the area of where we coach at and he was putting on a camp and one of his one of his tweets was public school high school uh public school coaches don't complain when you're not recruiting your players out here and uh i talked to patty a a little bit you know and uh i was gonna comment but i didn't because at the end of the day, I'm focused on I'm focused on the kids in my program, and I'm not worried about losing kids to to prep schools. But it goes back to the what we had talked about is, you know, when you put out a tweet like that, you're like you're setting your you're setting the stage for what our conversation was three weeks ago, where it's. You know what, dude? Like, yeah, you're running a camp where you're charging families. You're making money off this camp. And then you're you're 
putting out to the world really your 100 to 200 eyeballs on your tweet. You're putting out the word that if public high school coaches are not there recruiting kids from their hometown, that they're not working to get those kids better. And it goes back to what I said was it's like, you know, you have you have uh, private school coaches. Let's just say that in, in, in a blanket statement coming and taking kids and saying, you know, um, well, our school can offer you this, this and this and this, you know, and it's like, yeah, but young Jimmy, I've known young Jimmy since he was 12 years old or 10 years old coming to my camps and working in my community. Like when you say dumb things like that, you're giving the impression that because we're not at your paid camp where you're running bullshit drills on cones that we are not doing the work that's required to win. And that is bullshit and it should be called out. Like the bottom line is, bro, you offer a surface, uh, um, sorry, a, uh, a platform. You offer a platform that kids can work out at that you can charge them money, but you have pub, uh, public high school coaches putting in the time and the effort that you are disregarding over a 12 month span because you catch the one kid that has the funds to pay you to go because you sold them a bag of bullshit. Yep. Listen, bro, they're going to be division one. If they're division one, right? They're going to be division two. If they're division two, if you say those things, you are undermining the coaches in your area. And then don't in the same tweet or the same couple tweets talk about elevating the area of football. No, the bottom line is you, my friend, have set a stage where we're now combating with parents and you think that you're right when you really have no idea because right. the honest truth is you've never walked through the weight room of my high school. You've never come to our leadership meetings every month at seven o'clock at night. You've never come to our meetings every week. Yeah. Any asshole with a whistle can put kids through a drill and they'll think that you're getting them better. Yeah. Okay. Tell me what our scheme is. Tell me how those drills are going to uh, right. be applicable to the teams that they're playing this year. The guys that are actually going to be stopping them right. from getting a scholarship. The guys that they're playing. Right. So my, yeah. my point is, my, my, my final point is, shut your mouth, especially when you're charging parents and families for cash to come to your cone drill where you have you may have done something but i don't care because i've seen a thousand division one players that didn't know their ass from their elbows but they can take their kids to a cone drill yeah so you take you take kids from their their city or their area 
and and pay them a, a cash check to run them through their drills and then and then present that as you elevating the right. league. That's not that's yes. not how it works. Right? And and uh, you know I you guys know me and everyone who listens to this podcast knows me because there's only fourteen of you. But you know, not one to to pat myself on the back here. But I live an hour and a half away from the school that I coach. I drive three hours a day, every day in the summer, to put these kids through the cone drills for free. <laughs> right. To to work the teams out and do the things that are gonna you know try to help them be successful. Doing that for free. when gas is five dollars a goddamn gallon right now, you know, and you know all day. What what you said there too is elevating the area, and they they latched onto the saying that rising tide lifts all ships. Lifts all ships. Well, not when you keep poking holes in the bottom of my boat. Right. Like, my boat's going down when you do that. And the funny thing is, is that you keep saying that talent has been leaving the area. No, it's always been here. Your teams have been dog shit. And that's the facts. You get you get one to two elite players at your prep schools, your private schools, and they're able to carry your sorry ass through your season, which is usually seven to eight games and a conversation about who is the best teams in your league. And this is come at, at, put on the field. And Moose and Moose isn't speaking out of his ass. He's he's been at that school, coached it. Like, <laughs> been there, done that, seen it. See, he seen it. He seen it. <laughs> With his own two eyes. So, so yeah, I don't need ridiculous. to go back to an old time. No, I love it. It gets me fired up. I was kind of scratching, and we had come up on one of these tweets from one of these asshole trainers, you know, who our kids have stopped going to because we put the word out. This yeah. is the real thing. And here's the other fact is all these guys, they have a past too. And a lot of guys know who these guys really are. Mm-hmm. And don't 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 all of a sudden, because you have a platform on social media, think that guys that outside of the realm don't remember who you are. Right. That's uh, again, not to not to beat beat our own chest, but it's it's fucking it, it's our podcast anyway, so let's do it. I put what me and the guys on our staff do, and I know what you guys do on on your staff, I put that against anybody. I put it against anybody. Like, come say you're a better coach or there's better coaching at these places than what we got here because it just doesn't But let's go ahead and get right into the game. We're on a little late on it. Tank is excited for it. We're going to put (laughs) – Quee's never watched wrestling, so he's not. It, it's a good thing that he's not here. Um, we've been waiting for him to skip one for us to do this. <laughs> he's just being lazy. <laughs> well, he doesn't get the he doesn't get the ad revenue for this episode. Right. <laughs> We're taking ads. If if you guys want, please. <laughs> Your business can go right here. Right here. Yeah, 
guys steal money, but if you just want to give us some, we'd really appreciate it. $39.99 for a pack of diapers at Costco. Maybe. So. <laughs> I promise we'll never have an audio mess up again if you just give us money. <laughs> but all right. Um, Dag, what do you think is the best way to do this? Just kind of. By position? Or, or do you want to just call out a name? And Let's just call it a name. Yeah, we've got like 15 minutes left. Is there is there any obvious ones that you want to get out? There's an obvious one for me. Go ahead. Um, well, there's a couple. I have the sickest. There's a lot, but. I have oh, the yeah. sickest linebacking core ever invented. It's Go ahead. Stupid. So outside linebacker, ultimate warrior. Nice. Goldberg. <laughs> Try reaching the ultimate warrior. <laughs> Goldberg. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Goldberg and Brock Lesnar in the middle. And Bobby Lashley as the strong side outside linebacker. What number is Goldberg going to wear? He's going to wear an X. There you go. <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> Any disputes about that one? Or? No. You just gave us four right there. But so Brock, Brock played DN or D-line in the NFL. Yeah, but he's he's playing middle linebacker for me. I'm taking, okay. I'm taking yeah, but I'm taking HBK in the slot, and Ooh. I think Goldberg has a real problem with him in the slot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, my other – the biggest obvious one for me – is uh, Undertaker at left tackle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Even Just if he gets knocked down, right. he's getting right back up and putting you yeah. in a circle from the ground. You know how we said you're not you know how we said you we're not gonna reach the ultimate warrior? I think we just reached the ultimate warrior. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, it's like a lot of these guys have football backgrounds. Um like where would Cena be? Because he played Center. He played center. And I actually played against his college. I played against his college in a bowl game. Dad, you guys probably played him a bunch of times. Dude, it was nuts because we never – It's so Oh, crazy. really? They do that now. It happens to me all the time. Every time I leave somewhere, now all of a sudden shit starts happening. Like the school I played at in high school, the year after they played at Giant Stadium. <laughs> But then they just uh, started playing Springfield the year after. And nobody I left. cares about you. Thanks. It's true. No, because I'm a program builder. Yeah, and your college, your college also won like six straight conference championships after yeah. you left. Hey, I won one. I won one. Oh, did you? I thought it was after you left. No, you guys stunk when we played you. I'm going full bore. Batista at guard. Nice. Batista at guard. I Batista at DN. No, I no, I like Batista no. guard. I uh, I do have a problem with you with their deck with with Bobby Lashley, an outside linebacker. Yeah. Why is that? I feel like he's too stiff. No, he's not stiff. He's an athlete. Uh, I, I you know if you want to go uh, go play basketball against him. Let me see how how you do, I'm Patty. Playing. <laughs> he's more athletic than I am. I'll give him that. <laughs> Well, I could be like, Queen, I beat his ass. <laughs> I'm putting Rob Van Ooh. Ooh. 
with athleticism. <sighs> Love Man. it. I was thinking <laughs> at F at running back, not yeah. fullback. Yes. Oof. Yeah. You know who I wanted in F? He might be more of like a scat back or a third down back, but it was Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio is a good pick. I had him at the uh, at the the slot receiver. Yeah, I could, but he's one you could pull into the backfield. Yeah. yeah. Who's playing quarterback? I mean, uh, for I, me, for me, you would have to go with the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. <laughs> I mean, you want to go one on one with the great one? That, yeah, <laughs> Tank has always had this soft spot for The Rock. It's not a soft spot. He's the best wrestler of all time. He okay. He but he played it. defensive tackle I at Miami. I understand. Or as Warren Sapp calls it, Dewey. <laughs> but if you go based off of wrestling and you want your best player at the quarterback position, The Rock is the I mean, guy. He's the richest wrestler of all time. Of all time. See if we're going. Who would you put there, Moose? At quarterback. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Walked into that. (laughs) If you're going with intangibles, then we got to go with you, (laughs) Hulk Hogan at quarterback, because that team's going to be run the right fucking way. Yeah, but I still look at until he starts. <laughs> Until he starts shade, uh, uh, shaving points, <laughs> a, shaving points, and going to the NWO. <laughs> he had a couple bad games. But <laughs> yeah. He's going to dish it out to everybody, and at the end of the day, you're still going to be able to count on him, red and red and yellow for life. Um, the only Uh-oh. other guy I could see there, my bad, Patty, but I'm taking this one. Um. Because I don't have another position for him to play, and it's tougher not to get him in on the thing, but it's Ric Flair. I was going to put Ric Flair at strong safety. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, Ric Flair was, like, best known for getting his ass kicked. Like, right. <laughs> that's what he did the best. Um, I don't think there's any better picks than Undertaker at left tackle and phenomenal. at right tackle. Like it just, it just. Yeah. Good. If we're doing that, then I want the great Kali a fullback. That's where he did play in longest yard, anyways. Um, but my idea for quarterback, and it, it's kind of like, you know, the ceiling is like Baker Mayfield, I guess. But thinking that kind of swag, I wanted awesome quarterbacks. Let's go with the Miz. The Miz. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, body type. I mean, it looks. You know, I don't need the quarterback to be the face of the franchise. Like it's just these. I got a. I got a great X coming in hot. Ooh, tear it. The rated R superstar. <laughs> edge. You need the edge at X. At the edge. Yup. Edge at the Tall, edge. Rangy, athletic. Would love to throw him a fast screen out on the perimeter and let him get to work. Love it. All right, so we have – who is our other D-end? Because I got one. I got Roman Reigns playing D-end. Okay. And you got and you got Lesnar at inside backer, and you don't have Roman Reigns? That's crazy. Like, that's just yeah. dumb. 
That's well, flip, flip Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns then. Roman Reigns has got to be able to play in two-point. You, you had he's a like five hours to figure this he's out. better. the best thing that you came up with? No. You're putting Roman Reigns on the end. He's going to Superman punch the freaking tackle. And then he's going to spear the quarterback. How about <laughs> Superman punching Well, him? then you could do it um, on the outside too, but. Whatever. I mean, He's an edge rusher. My uh, my D end is uh is Stone Cold. Yeah. Yep. Because he's gonna be beating reach blocks. What? Close the trap. What? what? Getting after quarterbacks. What? Strip sacking. What? Scooping, what? scoring. <laughs> what? And then he's going to have a couple speed ones. <laughs> 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 yep. That would be awesome. <laughs> just toss it to him. Imagine a pick six. He runs into the end zone, and everybody's got cans of beers in the freaking stands. And he's just like, and he's just waving on. He's taking them, smashing them. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, it's like Cleveland when LeBron came back and they all had the chalk in their hands, and he walked up and they all threw it up. It's Stone Cold doing that. You just see beer flying everywhere in the stands. I love Yoko Zuno. At, Ooh. Uh, center. Yeah. Love it. Love I had uh, block. I had Vader at center. Okay. Um, I like as kind of the we might need to flip to an odd uh, even front really to have this, but as a like roll in the box kind of roaming safety, maybe our nickel nickel guy corner, but the architect Seth Rollins. Yeah, he'll figure out how to make a play, man. Seth Rollins, yeah. Seth freaking Rollins. I love I love Sting. As the strong safety. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. It's really good. Um, Two other guys that I think fit tight end perfectly. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good tight ends. Triple Triple H. H. Yep. Triple H and Razor Ramon. Okay. Yep. The bad guy. (laughs) The bad guy. R.I.P., dude. And that's legit. Yeah. 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 No, Vince Young in here. I did make a graphic that I sent to Big Tone. Of It was uh, Vince Young running into the end zone against USC, and I put it in black and white, and I put whatever year he was born in 2022. <laughs> I was going to tweet it out, but I'm like, yeah, that's probably not the best thing to tweet out. I, yeah. love, I love Scott Hall as a four-tech, though. Ooh. If we're going a 3-4 Oki front, I love mm-hmm. Scott Hall. Two gap in it. That's a big body. Yeah. It's a big body. Um, thinking for, I like, uh, I mean, just the one of the, me and Dank's boy Vita Vea type with Umaga as a one tech. Ooh. Umaga. <laughs> See, I never watched wrestling as like a kid. I got into it later in life. So that's why my guys are like all these newer guys. Um, I know like the um, legends and shit. Ron Strowman. He's got to play. Among, monster among men. I mean, he'd be a great at tackle, but yeah. I'm playing freaking nose guard. Just freaking 
Yeah, I like him better in a three tech. I like him better as a three tech, but yeah, he's got to be on the team. <laughs> he's got to. His chest you, is fucking huge. Have we solidified Triple H as our Y? Well, that's what you just yeah. put it. Tight end, yeah. Unless you got a better one. No, I think I think that's a good spot for Triple H. What do you think um, of corners? Corners. I've been I got this with Dank trying to get Triple H in the top five of all time, and it's Dank tough, won't though. give it to me. Yeah, well, he's heel. He's he's fucking well, part I mean, of the corporation. Because then you gotta take you gotta take you either gotta take Hogan, The Rock, Flair, Undertaker, Stone Cold. You'd yeah. have to put him. Right or even right. Cena. It's like the it's like the even quarterback Cena. conversation we had. It's like he's not in the top ten quarterbacks. Well, you have to pick. But again, you can only put ten guys in there. In the top Cena. five, you're not taking The Rock, Undertaker, and Hogan out of the top five. So you're no. battling for four and five. Right, and that's a tough battle. With I mean, Flair, Stone Cold. I mean, then you put Bret Hart into the freaking mix, like. Ooh. The Hitman. The Hitman. Where's the Hitman play? With the pink play somewhere. Dude, you can't. You can't. The Hitman is a. The Hitman is a nice Y. I'm not gonna lie. Figure four. Um, my corners, uh, Eddie Guerrero, and I'm gonna go Shane O'Mac. I had Shane O'Mac on there too. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Shane's I'm a freaking. Shane O'Mac is a psycho. The things he does um, at his Jeff age. Hardy at corner. Who? Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy had played receiver. receiver Lot of range, dude. Lot yeah. of range. Yeah. I'm gonna um, take a personal favorite at corner with Enzo Amore. Yes, yes. <laughs> you need a you need a trash talker. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He ain't gonna take shit from anybody. He's right. gonna. You know, I, I don't know if you're having him follow around the top guy, but he'll take away half the field. And you can't teach, teach that. that. <laughs> Bada boom, boom. Real Risk guy. guys in the room. Hi. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? This X is soft. S A W F T. Soft. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Mysterio as the nickel corner. Okay. All right. Hey, thank that. Uh. How about uh? How about Enzo's the dime corner? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Zero dimes. <laughs> that works. <laughs> um, I mean, what are sorry? We're missing big names. I mean, Andre. The um, like guys that sh- yeah, Andre. The um, Batista. Oh shit! The Big Show, dude. Oh, the big oh yeah, dude. Um, big show should be on there. I had one too, and I forgot who I was thinking of. Um, Macho Man, I had a corner too. I feel like he was Mick Foley. Just is a guard, just yeah, gross. He's a guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mick Foley's a high school guard. <laughs> And no matter what character he played, they're, they're right. They're all yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mick Foley, right guard, dude, love at left guard. <laughs> oh shit! Um, probably get roasted. Who else? I had one that I forgot. 
Um, and I mean, there's God, there's a ton, like, of course, obviously. But uh, her angle, it's tough for me to play some. He's got that weird, yeah, in between. I mean, he'd be a good tight end type. Who, who would Kurt Angle as a three tech? Yeah, there's a lot of three techniques. There's a lot of three techniques and tight ends. And I mean, it's, it's wrestling. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Chris Benoit, I'd play at safety or yeah, probably safety. I'm going, yeah, I'm going Benoit as a one tech and just causing mayhem in the air gap. Bray Wyatt in there too. Oh, Bray Wyatt, yep. Um, uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's got to be on there somewhere. I mean, he can come down and just RKO anybody at any point, right. you know? Finn Balor. <laughs> Same like, type of deal. What were you doing? I forgot what night it was, but... Oh, <laughs> of course, Moose was hammered. Like, <laughs> Give me an RKO. And I'm like, all right, hold on. Let me go get a beer. And then I just surprised the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like they'd have to do, uh, like, the Roy Williams rule. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. I had uh, Mark Henry playing the line. Oh, God damn it. Sexual chocolate, you know. Yep. World's strongest man. <sighs> he should probably be on the team. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones. Probably should have prepared more. <laughs> um, Booker T. And play a receiver. Yep. Gold dust. Gold dust. I just want to make sure we say all the obvious guys. Just, just make sure. Just say their names. Like, okay, we got them all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're light on receivers. So it's 205 live guys. Edge, right. Edge, Edge is going to get a lot of catches. Edge, yeah. In the, in the team currently constructed. Edge is going to be the go-to. Yep. But. All right, ready to get out of here? Let's do it. Sure. All right, bring it up. Take a knee. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our good friend Savino for the use of our theme song, Time Is Money. You can find him on Instagram at Savino underscore music. Look up Savino. That is S-A-V-I-N-O. Thank you to Sarah Wyatt for the creation of our logo. Thank you to our producer, Brian Miller. You can follow us on social media at the pick route across all channels. Uh, email is gameideas, the pick route at gmail.com. New episodes every Tuesday. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, until next week, it could be worse. You could be playing for us. Swallow deep, cause I like it like that I got the magic, break a back for a donkey like Shaq